0: The following contains language and descriptions of scenarios that are not suitable for all listeners. This podcast contains numerous triggers for those affected by traumatic events, including rape, domestic violence, suicide, homicide, and accidents of various kinds. Names, titles, and locations have been altered to protect the privacy and safety of the living and the dead. The views and opinions expressed by hosts and guests of this podcast are for entertainment and information purposes only and should not be viewed as medical, legal, or other professional advice.
1: Hula Talks, The Mortuary Stories, back at it again. Live. Yeah, live <laughs> recorded. <laughs> we're we're
0: live right now yeah. when we're talking about
1: it. <laughs> live at like ten ten, bro.
0: Yeah, boy, it's late night. It is. We're elderly, yeah. and we're up here burning the midnight oil. Hell yeah, dude! Because we love you, and we want to give you the best that we can, especially. Yeah. We well, had some big news about international. Dude, about how we're spreading.
1: are listening, and thank you, guys, Australia. Sh- big shout out. Um there's some movement out there. Yes. There's a movement and, uh, and it's nice. So if you're from Australia and you listen to this, I want you to email, you know where to find it. It's in the description of the podcast. Um, So get on it and email us because we want to hear from you Hell yeah. um, because it's, it's just super cool. And I want to hear from everybody, honestly, but, uh, but yeah, for some reason this week, Australia took off and that's, and that's, that's just so cool, man. I like it. That's just so cool. Yeah. That's one of my dream places to go.
0: Australia? Yeah. Heck yeah. I mean,
1: like, if I can be, like, totally rest assured that nothing poisonous is around me. like
0: I don't think you can do that in Australia.
1: Yeah, well, if they want me there, that's what <laughs> that's my terms. <laughs> you, you probably go to, like, Sydney. You go to, like, the city. Yeah. No, no, yeah. yeah, I just want to fly straight. Whatever they have to do. Middle of like a paved road, and then I'm just like there. Yeah. I think they have like actual airports. Yeah, there. no, 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 no. <laughs> those are on the outskirts of cities, dude. I'm talking, I need to be in the middle of the city. I don't do snakes, I don't do spiders. I don't do that, man. You gotta hop a bush plane from New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, and just dude, I, I literally landed in the middle of the fucking road, dude. Oh, <sighs> but, oh, but the, no. But Big shout world? outs. Yeah. Big ups to yeah. uh, Australia. Or India? downs,
0: I guess, because y'all are on the bottom there.
1: Yeah. And and uh India?
0: India? Yeah. We have people listening in India? Yeah, which is
1: uh super cool, man.
0: That's great. I hope yeah. they still like us when yeah, they find email out it. that we beef. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> but email but email it out, dude. Like, want to hear from you guys? Even if it's just like, hey, this sucks. Okay, dude. That's fine. That's cool too. That's cool. You brought shame and disgrace. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. You know, I don't I don't care. Uh, hit us up. Oh, that's so cool, man. India and Australia. Yeah, a lot of movement there this week. Wow. And um dang. And it like every week the numbers are going up and up. Um I guess we could talk about this real quick. Um Well, I don't know. I'll just I I'll, I'll give the people a little snip, but somebody yeah we got an offer on the on the podcast and that's pretty cool oh, yeah and that was pretty cool um oh next week new guest on yeah next week we have a new guest uh super cool um man we have some stuff to talk about when we got off air we we're gonna have to talk about that offer we so we still haven't yes. talked about it yeah we need to talk uh, about but that that's big to news happen. and that happens so fast um and that's all thanks to you guys for listening tuning in and uh getting your fix. Whatever the fuck y'all like listening to this for, you know? I mean, that's cool. <clears throat> I'm not judging you
0: i No, I'm, I'm, honestly, it kind of blows me away that there are people out there that actually don't cringe and run in horror when they hear things like this. Yeah,
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. You know, like when friends, when I see friends or something and they're like, dude, <laughs> I've had some friends be like, why the fuck did you talk about that? I'm like, I don't know, man. It's what I had to see every day. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It exists. It's out Sorry. there. Sorry I got involved. <laughs> My bad. <Yeah. laughs> nah, man. But, but yeah, uh, for all you guys, love you guys. Um, Even if you guys hate the show, I love you. Yeah.
0: We're here for you. We're doing this yeah. for ourselves, but also since you guys like this so much and y'all want to hear about it, we'll keep doing this. Yeah.
1: It doesn't, it doesn't bother me if anybody doesn't like the show. I don't care. Um. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just doing it for fun. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, man, it's been crazy. I think in another episode we mentioned we're going to be out on Mondays. I think we mentioned new episode every Monday. Yeah, scratch that um, <laughs> because school. Gosh, dogs. So, yeah, so scratch that. Uh, but we're definitely going to be putting something out once a week. Yeah. Um,
0: Still be weekly, but it could be variable. Yeah. You
1: know, just because,
0: yeah. gosh, dogs. Heavy, heavy heavy academic loads these days.
1: Yeah, which is perfect.
0: It's awesome. Um, But I guess let's, let's dive in. All right. Let's dive in. What do you got today? I was thinking and it ties in great, you know, with going back to school paper trails.
1: Oh yeah.
0: So I'm thinking there are a lot of people out there that don't understand that once you, from the moment a person dies, that body has to be tracked Yep. every minute of every day until it gets put in an urn yeah. or in its final resting place.
1: Yeah. And that's, uh, headache. Some it's not really a headache, but it's a it's a big responsibility. You have to track everything: watches, rings, bracelets, necklaces, anything that they have that's valuable. You have to make sure that it's accounted for, and um, you have to make sure it's accounted for, for to every place that they go. I mean, well, once they leave our facility, then it's whoever's responsibility after that. But um, you cannot like cremate somebody's necklace or something that's an that's a big issue when that happens um and they and and that's always a a hard thing to deal with but what's harder is when it's a murder scene yeah and they give you the weapon um so this is what happens okay (laughs) because i didn't know this and when i found out i wasn't too happy i uh finally got to work like Okay, so I shouldn't say finally, but I worked a I worked a homicide one time, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I I already worked homicides, but sometimes you go through a dry spell, and mm-hmm. I got we found we finally got one. I'm just gonna say it, and um, and they were like, "Oh yeah, here's the weaponry," and I was like, "What?" They're like, "Yeah, yeah, we're gonna bag it up and we're gonna give it to you." Why? I was like, "No, you don't have to, bro." <laughs> <It's, laughs> no, nah, dude, it's cool. I'll take them without it. Um. <laughs> Well for this, they did a I can't remember I can't remember the reason. And I wish I could. Oh, I remember. Because this was found. This was found with the body, but the body was bones. Oh. There was one body that was bones, there was one body that wasn't. Okay. Oh. So they had to go to an anthropologist. Uh about eight hours away. Well, See, here's the thing about that chain of custody is, they don't. You don't want a bunch of people touching the chain of custody. No. So we did this call. It's the middle of the night. And I'm exhausted, and they're like, "Yo, here's the weapons or the guns." I don't know why I'm saying weapons. And I'm like, "Oh no, no, I'm, li- dude. I'm. I don't even like to take a driver's license if I don't have to because I don't want the responsibility. I don't want the wallet. I don't want anything. I leave it on the counter or something like that. You know, easy access to the family." Yep. And they're like, "No, you have to take it." I'm like, "Okay, I'll take it." And they're like, and make sure that this person signs it in front of you when you get to where you have to go. And I was like, oh, I don't do that. It'll be somebody else. And they're like, no, you have to do it. You have to drive. I was like, dude, you're kidding me. (laughs) And I had to, yeah. So, yeah, those those chain of custodies get kind of hairy. Especially when you can't say no to a police officer. No.
0: No, especially when they're giving you a, a murder weapon, you can't yeah. just,
1: nah, hard pass, you, yeah. you take it, put it in your locker. Yep, they bagged it up, and sure enough, I had to drop my ass all the way over there, and I was not happy about it. Oh my goodness. It was a long drive.
0: I was always real, real, real. I hated that stuff, man. That chain of custody paperwork yeah. was a nightmare. Um, I guess let's give them just, we'll just give them a quick description of what yeah. this paperwork is like. Um. So you've got a report that you'll fill out uh on scene. Uh with information you get from the cops. And it's basic info uh like name, date of birth, uh time of death if known or estimated, uh signature of the of the police officer or judge that's on scene. That's crucial. You have to have that. You want that signature. You need that signature. You yep. will get your ass reamed if you don't have that yeah. signature. Um and then you need to document uh all valuables.
1: Yep. Everything.
0: You have to do it in a very generic fashion though. Yep. Like you can't say like uh you know white gold ring on left finger. Yeah you can't add value. You can't say that. Yep. Yeah. Because you could you could definitely and get the business in some legal trouble um, yeah. adding value to things, you know? Yeah. That turns out to be a ten dollar ring from some store in the mall and all of a sudden yep. they're like, oh no. No, that's no, gold. that's not what they had when yeah. they left. They had a $2,500 wedding ring, yeah. you know. It gets hairy. Um, and, we,
1: and that's happened, yeah. It does happen. I mean, that's why we have the paperwork, because it's happened. It has, everything every has role, to be documented. Yeah, every rule we have is because of something that happened. <laughs> Always.
0: So, um, yeah. And then, I suppose, uh, the embalmers also do a report, and they'll list, like, any kind of uh, damage to the uh, deceased. Yep. And they'll also document uh, kind of what they did overall, how the deceased was presented to them originally, the processes they went through and how the deceased left, the condition yeah. and things like that. Um, and that stuff gets filed for the business. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also chain of custody paperwork is an entirely different thing. Yeah, um, Sometimes you will have it for uh, just another funeral home. Sometimes it's other funeral homes that just require that. Yeah, And then sometimes it's for the authorities, the police and things like that. Um, and it's just a pain in the ass.
1: You got to cover your ass.
0: Every time that body moves, you have to fill in all of the information again. And that information is like, well, it's what is it? You were, you were on more on the management side. So you had more experience with the paperwork.
1: Yeah. Um, dude, it's, it's so important. Um, Because things happen, man. I mean, things happen and sometimes you have to prove that, yeah, you gave it. Like they signed for it. They have it. You know, Stuff like that happens. Um, It's not common. It's not common. But, yeah, you have to file it and you got to keep it for years, man. I I remember when I started, this family was making this big deal about something that had happened four or five years before I'd even started. And they were just now coming back saying this. Um, And paperwork is what saved them. They had paperwork and the whole paper trail. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's a that's a big part. It's a pain in the ass. When you're tired and you just did a call, you know, you're lifting, you're moving, maneuvering, get them out of the van, log them in the cooler. You already have to put a name tag, log them in the book, then do the entire case report, and then you have to go do the chain of custody. And by the end of it, you want to shortchange it. You really do. You want to just be like, nothing on them, you know, but you have to go back. You have to look. Um check every pocket. Got to check everything. You be, did you ever get poked with anything when you were going in pockets? Oh, yeah. You did? Lots of times. Yeah, um, Pocket knives, fixed blade knives, needles. Needles. Um,
0: sewing needles and, like, in, intravenous yeah. needles. Um, I don't know why you would keep a sewing needle in your pocket, but they, <laughs> they sure did. Uh, thumbtacks.
1: Thumbtacks. Yeah,
0: thumbtacks. Uh, shards of glass. Yeah. Always shards of glass, dude. Sometimes I used to get cut on my hands a lot um, when I would be like undressing like motor vehicle accident. Yeah. Victims. Cause they would have just shards embedded everywhere in their body yeah. and you'd go to take it off and you just start cutting yourself to yep. shreds.
1: Yeah. You have to be super careful with that. I get, we didn't talk about that in last podcast, but yeah, when they, when there's like an accident, a car accident, there's a lot of glass oh, yeah. in the person. There's a lot of glass everywhere. Um, and you have to be so careful when you deal with that and bones bones. Yes. Do you ever get, do you ever get cut by a bone? I never got cut by a bone. I got close though. And those are, when those are popping out, that's a, uh, those are sharp.
0: Those are sharp, man. Yeah. Ooh. No, yeah. No. Yeah. Did you ever, did you ever get poked by personal objects?
1: You know, man, I don't think I did. Really? I was, I was very, very lucky in that regard. Man. You know, when I, when I was, towards the end, I was, uh, I was getting a lot of drug overdoses. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I think, I think we have a, a uh, epidemic of a. Uh, Fentanyl here. Fentanyl, yeah. Definitely. We have it with, And, dude, I was getting fentanyl case after fentanyl case. And that was – what am I trying to say here? Uh, fentanyl and heroin. Yeah. And people always had extra needles. Yeah. Luckily, they always had the cap on. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. They and, were considerate. Yeah. But, man, <laughs> dude, towards the end, we were just getting so many of those. And that was sad. It was sad because – Sometimes you know I'm not even going to say sometimes most of the time it was a house of kids and I, okay I mean kids is in 20 to 30 year olds mm-hmm. I mean I mean with the, I'm in that range but um just people it was sad man it I don't know how you describe when you walk into a house and there's a bunch of these of these people crying and they're like you can tell they're on the drugs too. They were literally all just doing drugs together. They're freaking out. They're crying. And and it's just this addiction. And it's so unfortunate, man. It's so unfortunate. And one of the last ones I did, we walked into this house and this group of kids were living there. And it's so sad, man. They, uh, they were selling everything. There was nothing in that house. There was nothing in this house. They were selling everything for drugs, and one of their friends had OD'd upstairs, and there were like fifteen of them there, all dirty. You know, just you could, you know, just they're in it. They're in the middle of it. You know, I mean, it doesn't. You know, you can tell when someone's just dirty and just you know, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, we've seen it. I mean, we have friends. You know, yeah, it, it is what it is, and it's just God, man. That towards the end, that was. It was starting to mess with me. I was like, what what is this stuff? because you know, it's relatively new, right? I mean I'd, yeah, i mean it's
0: relatively new for recreational use. Right. Fentanyl's been around for a long time. Yeah, but, but
1: for recre yeah, for coming out on the, yeah. on the
0: Yeah. And and lacing it into other drugs. Yeah. And it's know.
1: it's un, it's a very unfortunate thing. And it was always they were always twenty to thirty. <sighs> and always a group. It was always a group of people, and then someone overdoses and you show up and the group is still there. And that's that's sad. That's awful. Yeah. Gosh dang. Yeah. I don't know what that has to do with needle pokes, but. Because um, they were using. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, 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 I guess so. Yeah. Um, but damn, dude. You know, it is scary when you go into a house and there's just needles everywhere. Oh, yeah. That's scary. That's sketchy. Yeah. That's I mean, and that could be from diabetics. That's not necessarily from drugs. I'm not saying that. But sometimes you go to my house and there's just needles everywhere. Yeah. All over the bed. All over. Everywhere people start policing their sharps up. And, yeah. Ugh. And that's scary. That's very
0: scary. That or uh, uh, modern artists. Did you ever go into an artist's house? Those are dangerous, man.
1: You know, dude. I went into one, and he was, and he had died in the studio. Yeah. And glass and <laughs> just, I mean, you know, I don't know what he was working on, but glass and bottles and stuff everywhere, dude. Yep. That was that was that was different too. What about you?
0: Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. I, I yeah, What was weird is I picked up a few artists that were also intravenous drug users. Uh-huh. And so there was like broken glass, chemicals, whatever they were using for their art, as well as like sharps and yeah. shit. Laying around. <laughs> so you got the double whammy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it happens. You just, you were just always real careful where you stepped.
1: Yeah. You got you to those, be so careful.
0: Those needles will definitely penetrate the soles of your dress shoes. Yeah. They'll
1: go right through. Not much protection there. They're not stopping. Those anything. leather soles, they're not that hard to get through. Nah. Um, yeah, man. Did you ever deal with with overdoses?
0: Yeah, man. We had so many overdoses. Yeah,
1: it's, a, it's such a sad thing.
0: It's really, um, it's really rough because, like you say, it was always – and I don't know if that's a thing, like – I don't want to say – I don't know how to put this delicately. Yeah. Um, Survival of the fittest, survival of the smartest kind of thing. Because, like you say, all the OD deaths that that I got called on were in that same age range. Yeah. Um, Late teens to like early 30s max. Yeah. I never got called on an elderly OD. Yeah, definitely not. I feel like there's a hump there. And if they can get over it without dying, then they're like unstoppable. I don't know.
1: (laughs) I don't know. It was such a weird, weird thing, man. I mean, I even got. uh, you know, when we were going to the gym a lot, I got a guy that I would see work out there all the time. All the time. I, I actually got two guys um, that would just work out all the time. And I didn't, you know, I mean, I never really talked to him or anything, but when you go pick him up and you're like, holy shit, like, I know that guy. <laughs> this was going on behind the scenes. I would have never guessed. I mean, it's man, true.
0: dude. You know, it's true what they say. It sounds super corny Pinterest. Um, You know how they say like everybody's fighting a battle you don't know anything about. So be kind. Yeah. I, I get that. Yeah. Um, I get that, man. It's crazy how you would, uh, see people who you thought were the epitome of like upstanding citizens of the community and do gooders and stuff. And you would walk in and they'd killed their whole family and then turn a gun on themselves. Yeah, And it's like, how did this, what, (laughs) you know, there's a disconnect there. This doesn't make any sense.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: everybody lives their life differently behind closed doors.
1: Yep. Yeah, and that and that's interesting, man, because you know, I mean, I, I think we we dealt with some cases in the community where exactly that, like, um, sometimes it, the I don't know. Sometimes you'll get information on the name or something before you go. Yeah. And a coworker would know and be like, "Really? Like, what happened?" Because this is so and so, and they roll with you, or have, you know, we take more than. Two people on the call and yeah. it's something gruesome, you know, even people I went to, uh, well, people I knew just this crazy, I mean, it was the exact same thing. He killed his family and then killed himself. And that was like, whoa, dude, like <laughs> I've known you for years. Like what happened? You know, how did
0: this go wrong?
1: Yeah. And it's just that you don't, so everybody has something going on. You know. Oh,
0: definitely. Yeah. Yeah. He'd pick up like opioid overdoses in the suburbs, you know, he'd yeah. pick up uh, like that people who just snapped and took their whole family with them. Uh, people that for whatever reason decided they were going to run from the police and then getting a shootout with them.
1: Yep. <sighs> whatever, you know, you get the Daryls, you get the Darrells. Yeah. I mean, you get – it's crazy, man, but – It's nuts. Yeah. yeah. I guess you never you never know, man. You
0: never know. And that's why I'm always real – that's one of the best lessons I think I took away from that job and from my time in the industry. Go lightly around people. Yeah. Don't go running your mouth. Don't go looking for any trouble because there's always somebody out there that's on the edge that yeah. wants trouble much more than you do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're
1: willing to put their money where their mouth is, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I took away hard work, but that's a good one too. <laughs> work hard and keep your mouth yeah. shut. <laughs> no, I no, mean that, you know, like I was, I was showering today and I thought about that. I was like, man, cause sometimes I'm like, man, seven years I spent there. I never, I didn't get to go mountain bike and I didn't get to do these things that I love to do now, yeah. you know, uh, cause you're on call. <clears throat> and then I was like, what did I take away from that? I had to have something cause sometimes it just eats at me that I was like seven years. What did I get out of it? What did I get out of it? It didn't end well. Like, what? What did I do? And uh, damn it, it gave me a work ethic. That's it. It made me
0: work. It gives you, and it reframes your idea of what it means to actually be tired and have limitations on
1: yourself. Yeah, yeah, and it was good, man, because you know now, um, now I work, and um, yeah, my boss recognizes it, and it's good, and I don't have any issues with them. So it's it's good, you That's know, it. even if it's just like. <laughs> For a little bit, where I don't have to put up with something, it's it's nice and uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but
0: damn it, Daryl, old Daryl. I tell you what, you hate to see a person go like that, though. Yeah. Oh, but when they do go like that, there's paperwork that has to be filled out. That that's damn right. And that's where we come in.
1: Yep. <laughs> and he got us rolling up to 018.2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because now I have to fill out all this paperwork. Why don't you know Darryl. why why don't these crazy things happen during the day? I had like one or two crazy things happen during the day. Everything else is at night. And it's like not even like when the sun sets. It's like well into the night. Yep. I mean I I mean there's always like alcohol or drugs and not always, but most of the time there's usually alcohol or something involved. <clears throat> Which is fine. Um but Sometimes I just wish they did it a little bit sooner. Just a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I never got a crazy call in the daytime ever. Not even one. You know, I think actually like the bloodiest and the most horrendous ones, I think were all during the day. Really? Except except for that family I had to get where the mother had killed the kids. I was at night. Um, and I'd gotten a couple car accidents where the entire family died, and that was always at night. Yeah. But as far as like guns being involved and like shootings and crazy things, Almost all during the day. Really? Yeah. Now that that I think about it, yeah. I can get like seven cases right now where it's just like during the day. That many? Yeah. And that was weird. I never got shit during the day.
0: Of course, I also only worked overnight, so that probably has a lot to do with it.
1: Did it ever piss you off when like... You took like three days off, and they're like, "Dude, we got this call." Yeah, like, dude, what the fuck, bro? I've been working for twenty-seven years. We don't get anything. I'm a hospital and a hospice, back and forth. I take three days to regain my to regain myself, and you get all this crazy shit.
0: There was one the one time I ever took a vacation uh, when I worked there, and it wasn't even really a vacation. I just went home and slept um, for a couple days. <laughs> because i it was a dry streak it was just like you said it was a dry streak yeah i, I don't mean that callously i'm yeah. not i'm not excited when people die gruesomely but it listen, gets, man, it gets boring and tedious when all you're doing is is rolling people out of hospital beds all day every yep. day it just gets tedious sometimes you need something to break up the monotony yep um yeah i left it was a two-day vacation and i came back and it was like Two homicides, three car, three motor vehicle accidents with multiple casualties, like multi-unit calls. I was so mad. And as soon as I got back, straight back to the dry spell. Yeah. Straight back to it. Yeah.
1: Just, I was so angry. Sometimes you live in that dry spell for a
0: while. Dude, it could be months. Yeah. Months that you're just, there's nothing going on. And then it's like a flurry of like two or three days where everything happens. And then it's just back to normal again.
1: You know what I... You know what I hated, man? Is the summertime is slower. Not like... Yeah. I mean, it's summer, the summertime just usually slower. Yeah. But, dude, I always hated when you're like, okay, I got 12 hours. <laughs> I'm off for two days. <laughs> just make it 12 hours. And then the shift would explode, and we would do like 14 calls in 12 hours. Yep. It's like somebody's just... Everybody else is in on this fucking joke. (laughs) That's what it feels like, man. That's what it feels like. Because you're literally just going, dude. Just going. going. I mean, it makes the 12 hours go fast. Okay, I'll give you that. But, dude, it's so stressful. You're pulling your hair out, and you're just sweating. I I don't know why, but I sweat a lot.
0: It happens. Yeah. Especially during the summer.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's so hot, man. so hot, and the garage is, like, burning up. You're going inside the cooler to cool down. Running back out. Yeah.
0: Okay, wait. Most calls you ever got in a single
1: shift? Uh, seventeen. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Fuck, I'm not trying to lie. Eighteen. What? Eight. Well, okay. Hold on, hold on. What are we? What are we counting as a shift? Because we had. Okay, uh, I don't know if you true. worked there during this year, but we had the October of hell. Okay. And this was the worst. It, they this okay. As far as I know, I, I mean, up to this point. And I think even after the business closed, this was the highest grossing month of the entirety of the business being a thing. What? And I think, okay, so a shift, a normal shift is twelve hours first call, yep. and then you go to backup. That's a normal shift, right? Um, but you're doing that for five days. Yep. So a shift is also technically for five days, and you're
0: technically doing it
1: seven days because yeah, just technically be real about it. you're at it for you're seven days because there's always off. shit to do. Yeah. yeah. So. The October of Hell it didn't end. I'm I'm not shitting. There there was there was a whole day, it just didn't end. And probably in the range of thirty, dude. It didn't end. It was crazy. And what made it worse is that we had it was like the first snowfall. So icy roads and it just didn't stop, dude. It did not stop. Oh and um that was rough, dude. Yeah. That Gosh was rough. Dog. And were they all going to
0: like. And it cut me everywhere. That's the thing, yeah, is like you got to realize how a call works. You may be taking that person back to your office and yep. logging them into your cooler. You may be driving all the way, you may be driving 20, 30 miles yep. to a funeral home and then getting in there and going through all that rigmarole of getting into their office, opening up their cooler, putting the deceased in there, logging them in, filling out the paperwork. Yep. A call can take upwards of two hours.
1: Oh, yeah. Easily. 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 Um, another thing is that people don't think about is that um, uh, autopsy. So an autopsy, if you get multiple autopsies, you have to get somebody to get get them down to yeah. where autopsy is. And uh, I think you can take, what, four at a time? Yes. Dude, during this time, I'm not kidding you. It was just constant. We were, I think somebody took three trips. Autopsy was two hours away? From where we were. Yeah. I think we had two hours each way. Yeah. Two hours each way. Four hours round trip. Yep. And I think we had to get them. I think we had to send somebody like three times, maybe not the same person three times, but I, I mean, dude, it, four people at one time, it was ridiculous, dude. It wouldn't stop. There's the highest grossing month of all time. That's incredible, dude. Yeah. What do you think caused it? What, what,
0: what was it? What was it? What were the majority of things? It was everything. Just it was, a whole mod It podge? was just
1: everything. Um You know, you get the hospitals, hospice, Uh, a lot of judge calls. A lot, really, a lot, man. Actually, that probably took the that probably took the cake, honestly. Um, just sometimes you're just hitting those, man. Sometimes it just just doesn't stop. Dude, that's insanity. Yeah, where everyone just lost their mind. I ran into um, I ran into a judge lately, and it was great seeing him, man. I talked to him for half an hour and i was just like you know he's asking me how i'm doing i we always like you know i always liked him and stuff like that yeah. i was like how have things been man like call wise what's going on you know I, I, now that now that we're out of it we don't hear anything yeah he's like it's been so quiet i was like where the f- what's what? wrong with you yeah don't you tell me that yeah <laughs> no you don't mention that around me sir <laughs> you say it's horrible out there now say it right yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude
0: <laughs> that sucks I know it's good. I'm sorry. It's good that, yeah. that there's not a whole lot of that going on, but gosh, dog it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's incredible, man. I never had more than 10 calls in one day. Really? Nope. 10 was my record for one for one shift, for one 12-hour shift. Right. Which um that was the most I could have ever handled.
1: Yeah. Honestly, man. It's
0: bad. If it would have gotten above that, I'd have been calling in everybody. I'd have been calling the backup, I'd have been calling the owner. <laughs> I'd have just been like, y'all better get in some vans yeah. and get your asses out here because I'm not doing this.
1: Yep. I'm not doing this. Do you remember uh, Do you remember the night we tried making a picture frame? Anthony and I had... We were having a good conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what that was was sheer exhaustion. That was the only reason Dude. we couldn't build that thing. So Anthony and I... <laughs> Have always had like little side gigs. We're always we're always making cash. We're always hustling something. And uh, one time we were like, "Let's make." I can't remember what were we gonna start getting into. Just Van- furniture making mirrors. and yeah. vanities. Yeah, we were like, "Let's make these vanities." It'd be great. <laughs> it wouldn't stop. No call after call after call after call, and uh, we finally get a little time to work on this this vanity. Well, we had to make a frame. Yep. We have made. Intricate pieces in our time. Pieces that shouldn't be standing. That defy the the very laws of physics. Yes. These beautiful pieces. Take Stonehenge and throw it out. Our pieces are... It's rookie stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we've been building or non sorry exhausted uh, shit I ruined that anyway what we've been building is pretty good um, we've done a fair job and we needed to build this frame I think we spent 6 hours on that frame all told probably more like 12 Yeah, but it was all chopped up couldn't make it
0: couldn't put two 45's together Dude, it just wasn't working Dude. there was something going on everything was off none, none of the measurements were right none of our angles were correct we had that co-worker that we talked about in, oh, in the, yeah. the earlier podcast, the Southern Gentleman, and he kept talking about using a sanding block, yeah. and I was about to knock that boy in the oh, teeth.
1: I can't wait to get him on. He's coming oh, he, on. He's got to come he's on. He's coming, we coming gotta, on. we to talk on. with him, man. Yeah, <laughs> but I—that that is the amount of exhaustion we got to yeah. sometimes, is we couldn't even put – now, obviously, we could do that with our eyes closed. Yeah, We shouldn't. Uh, we shouldn't. So to get to – to get to that point of exhaustion where something that's secondhand to us, we couldn't get to do it. That's sometimes what you can run yourself into. Yeah. yeah. And it just happens, man. And it that just was, happens.
0: that was just like a flurry of things that wasn't sustained uh, yeah. by any means. I remember the first time I came to work there was in the winter. Uh-huh. And I just remember that winter being hell. It yeah. was nonstop. It definitely it wasn't, it wasn't like, I'm sure it wasn't even close to that October that you described, but man, it was, and it was a wet and snowy winter, yes, which is rare for where we live. And it slowed us down even more and calls were backing up every day, every shift. That was so frustrating, man. So frustrating. You try to get to a call and there'd be a wreck and you'd end up stuck in traffic that you couldn't get out of for like an hour. You're just like, people are calling you. People are texting. Where are you? Why are you not here? I don't give a damn about the traffic. What the hell do you mean? You, know? yeah. you're not technically an emergency vehicle, so you can't just whip out into the lane and start driving. Yeah. They don't accept that. <laughs> so, yeah, those were those were rough times, man. We did see some high call volumes,
1: though. Yeah, you know, speaking of being traffic stuck in traffic. Um, so you know, we've said many times we drove minivans because we're badass and yeah. and. Uh, <laughs> You know, sometimes on a highway wreck, if people end up in the median, you know, the van's got to go to the median because, you you know, you always try to block off where traffic is so they can't see what's going on and this and that. I can't tell you the amount of times I got stuck in the median with a freaking minivan and we look like an idiot. So traffic driving by all slow because everyone wants to know what's happening. And there's officers pushing the back of that minivan (laughs) trying to get it unstuck. Dude, that was always so embarrassing. I remember one time I was with this one guy. Um, I don't know who it was because I, I just I wasn't driving and I can't remember who it was. But uh, it's not coming to me either. I think actually I think I know who it was now. Um, good guy. Yeah. And um, gosh darn it, they're just minivans, bro. <laughs> They're not lifted trucks. They're front-wheel drive anything. minivans. He drove straight. You know how medians like go into that dip right there? Hell? Dude, he drove straight, took the entire front end of the van off. Oh, no. Yeah. Talk, dude. so On now, scene? Yeah, on scene, and he got stuck. Oh. So now, dude, they're trying to push this minivan out of the ditch. <laughs> has no front end, bro. And then after it gets done, the cops, they gave us their zip ties, you know, that they use if they're handcuffs or elsewhere or whatever. Right. They gave us zip ties. We zip tied it. To the That's front, it kind of dude. It's <laughs> embarrassing, bro.
0: It happens. There's I mean, I guess. Can yeah. do about it?
1: I, I, and I'm sure it happens to so many mortuary workers. Oh
0: yeah, especially in areas like this. You got a lot of rural, yeah, places out here. A lot of unpaved roads still. Yep. It's rough terrain. We yeah. have highways and, and major streets, but there's a lot of rough terrain surrounding it. Yeah. And uh, it can happen easy.
1: And if there's a rain and you're on a back dirt road and you're just hoping that that minivan gets through the day. You're not going to make it. To the- you know, that road uh, by the crematory. Yeah. That Kalichi road or oh, whatever. yeah. Dude, I got stuck there so many times. Yep. So it frustrating. Happened
0: all the time. Yep. I remember, uh, or, or you're unlucky enough when one of those rainstorms comes through that never happened and you're yeah. on that one road. The one, the one road, this one. Right. Oh yes. Yes. And it'll, and it'll flood yep. and you're just driving through. They're like, please dear God, don't let me float into the yep. ditch with totally. these three bodies in <laughs> yeah. the back of this van. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. <laughs> there's not enough weight. <laughs> Oof. You know, uh, I remember, did, were you working there when it snowed so much that we couldn't get to the crematory? Yeah. yeah that was nuts. That was insane. That man. was nuts. And our boss was out of town And he was like, I don't care what it takes. Get Get out to the crematory. (laughs) And I was like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. I can't. It's impossible. Yeah, it's impossible. He's like, get the four-wheel drive and get out there. We had Suburbans, but we didn't get to drive them. We just had them. We weren't Um, allowed. Yeah. And, well, we never got out there. Um, (laughs) Yeah, dude. But it was like, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, you had to do it. It doesn't
0: stop. It doesn't, no. You don't get snow days. You don't get to call in sick. Yep. You don't get any of that. I, I've shown up. I showed up to that place. I remember once I showed up to that place, I had a 103 degree fever that morning. Registered it when I got up for work. Mm-hmm. 103 degree fever. Hadn't slept. Hadn't eaten anything in like three days. Couldn't breathe. On the verge of hallucinating. But you still went to work. You still went to work. You couldn't call in. Yeah. That wasn't a thing you did.
1: Yeah, You
0: just don't, you don't, it doesn't matter. I don't know if people can really grasp that. Like you work in an office and you try to call in and your boss is like, Oh, I really need you in here today. Yeah. Oh, you know, Oh gosh, I don't know. You know, this is like the second time this year you've called in sick and <laughs> gosh, I just don't know what this is going to look like for your future with the company. If you called in sick, that meant that somebody else had to take your shift, and if somebody else had to take your shift, they were probably going to die
1: yeah. because they were already
0: exhausted. They were already pushed past their limits. You were, you were, you were really sorry, sack, if you called in sick. Yeah. I don't remember anybody ever calling in sick.
1: No, most people just push through it. Yeah, they'll just take the van back home. Yeah. and then when there's a call, you yeah. head out. You just go. You just yeah. Um, I work sick all the time. Yeah, it happened. All I work time. sick now. Uh, well, I mean, not now in these present times, yeah, because we can't, nobody can. Yeah. But uh, before the uh, virus, yeah, I I work sick, and um, it doesn't bother me. You know, pop a little bit of Tylenol, whatever you got to do to get through the shift, and, and go, and you get through it. Um, yeah, it, it's it's weird whenever people call in and they're like, uh, I just, <laughs> I I just have this cough, and you're like. Okay. Do you? Yeah. You're talking though.
0: So get (laughs) in. So you had enough strength to pick up your phone. I'm going to need you here.
1: (laughs) I mean, it is what it is. Different, different workplaces, different strokes Um, for different folks. Yeah. Yeah. God bless them.
0: I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad that they, that they don't have that, 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 that uh, lingering uh, response. Yeah. You know? I'm glad that you're clear of mind enough to know your limits and and stick to them. You're smart people. God bless you. And you'll probably live a lot longer. (laughs) Can you, are you like mentally stronger now? Am I mentally stronger? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, yeah, but you know, what's weird is I'm coming to find that, uh, a lot of the, a lot of the areas where I thought I was mentally strong, it wasn't strength. It was just conditioned responses that I had. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Like, like the idea of like like that like like if you're you're deathly ill, just working through it, just pushing through it. I don't do that anymore. No, I don't do that. There's certain things I won't do. Um, staying up for all hours just to get something done. I don't do that anymore. No. Um, feeling like I'm the only one who can really take hold of something, and just like. You know, nothing can wait until tomorrow. You know, I have to do it right now. Right. I have to do this right now. Everything depends on me doing this right now. And if I don't do it, then I'm not a worthy human being and I suck and I'm not worth it. You yeah. know, I don't do that anymore. I still do that sometimes, but it's not as bad as it yeah.
1: wants. But I don't, I don't quit on myself anymore. You know, I think, yeah. I think if things got tough back in the day, I'd be like, ah, I don't want to. But when you don't have the option to quit now, when I like, when I'm swimming, dude, I can I'm do whatever I want. I'm just like, don't be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. Do it. You can do it. And the whole time I'm swimming, I'm just talking massive amounts of shit to myself. Like, oh, like, using yourself. Yeah. It like brought me to this point where, dude, I can like, I can just push now. Really? Even when I'm running, it sucks. I hate running. Yeah. Um, I don't have a runner's body. Yeah. I don't at all. I'm not meant to run, so I don't. But when I do. You know unfortunately, what Goggins has to say about that? Oh, dude, everybody has a runner's voice. Dude, dude, I listen to him. I listen to him too much. But when uh even when I'm running, I'm just like this ain't hard. Wow. This ain't hard, bro. You can push. And uh I guess you know what? That's a good thing I got. Yeah.
0: That is a good thing. Yeah. I'm completely opposite with the way I talk to myself.
1: You're oh, you're,
0: you're all nice, huh? I'm dude, I'm like I'm like I'm like fostering a child, you know what I mean? Like I've got like I've got like an inner city child that I have to mentor. I get when it gets hard, man. Uh When it gets hard, like when things get physically hard or even emotionally or mentally hard, um, I get super nice to myself. You know what, man? This sucks. This really sucks. Um, And I understand that you don't want to keep doing this, and it's it's not enjoyable, (laughs) and that's fine. But you have more in you than you could ever oh. imagine. And I need you to understand the talents and the innate abilities that you have. Let's just keep going. I could
1: see Let's you doing do it. That and too. I just do that. I but it works for it. me.
0: I can't abuse myself like that, dude, because I'll get so mad at myself I'll just start smacking myself in the head <laughs> and I don't get done what I need to do. <laughs> no, I, I have to. I
1: go to this I go to this dark place. Yeah. And it's just like, You're gonna do this. <laughs> Shut up already! <laughs> just shut everything down. I go to this dark place, and by the time I look up, it's like just I did it, and it's just like a blur. But like, at what cost? You know? Who cares? But who cares? Who it's cares? just like I'm on. I've I've found this new thing that I can push to, and and that's that's really cool. Um, it's been helping in my workouts and stuff lately.
0: Heck yeah! Now
1: yeah.
0: oh, that's awesome. I'm glad you can do that.
1: Yeah, it's cool.
0: I like that. Yeah. And again, that's just a different strokes for different folks things. Yeah. Whatever works for you. I never, I never got on board with like the motivation and stuff like that. always turned me off. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah. um, like Goggins, that hardcore, like
1: I need that. You got to do this. I don't care if
0: you die. You got to, it just turns me off. I'm like, I will do it until <laughs> I, I will do this until I die. But you being that aggressive is not helping. I will absolutely push myself to the physical limits and then beyond yeah i don't care but you're too aggressive just tone it <laughs> down just relax
1: you mm. know what i mean just take it easy pal <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't ride with me to the workout, dude what i'm blasting goggins the whole, whole way to the workout i'm just like all right all right he says i can't quit that's i can't so quit funny, like dude. i like he's watching me dude that's how i feel and um,
0: I'm, I'm just the opposite i've got like my 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 workout playlist, man. Uh, it's always on rotation. Uh-huh. But I will say there is a lot of acapella groups oh my God. In, in my work because I just like it. <laughs> the 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 harmonies give me power. Those tight harmonies. Uh huh. Some people like like hardcore death metal. Yeah. When they work out, I only use that for cardio. If I'm doing cardio, like sense. I'm cycling or something, hardcore, hardcore. If I'm lifting, if I'm doing body weight, if I'm stretching, whatever I'm doing. It's just like flowery shit. Like maybe I've got like some. I might even have some Katy Perry going on in Goodness. there. Like bumping just, California girls, just just banging out some reps. I don't somewhere know. Somewhere
1: along the way, he got
0: soft. Uh,
1: dude, it's it's in my.
0: It's I've always been soft. <laughs>
1: I've always been a
0: super soft guy. You know,
1: it's we've worked out together. You <laughs> yeah. you but you do push. You do yeah. get to this place where it's like. You're going to get it done. I'm just having too
0: much fun to stop. That's the difference. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to quit. This is a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Look, look how good you're doing.
0: Look at you go. <laughs> just keep going. Just keep going. Look at you. Uh, That's so funny, man. I had no idea that that was, uh, that, that we were so so different on our approaches yeah. to that.
1: <laughs> no, man. I, I don't know. I just. Uh,
0: so I, I enjoy the just, suffering.
1: You're just highly motivated. You're just yeah. a motivated individual. Since I, I think leaving too was like a big, a big push in my life was like, okay, first of all, I was a loser before the job. I really was. I was a loser. Sure i you were young though. I mean, yeah, I was young, but I had no motivation to go to school. I had no motivation to really do much with my life. And, uh, shout out to an ex-girlfriend who let me know. And, uh, it made me like realize that. So when this job came up and I took it, um, It didn't matter what it was. It didn't matter what the job was. I was going to do it. I was going to, I was actually going to work for once in my life. I was going to fucking work. And, uh, I didn't care if, if I was a cashier, whatever, whatever it was, it doesn't matter, but I was going to be the best one, whatever Mm -hmm. it was. And, uh, so maybe she's really what kicked it into gear for me when, when she did that. But, um, you know, man, it just, I was given the opportunity. And when I left, I was like, okay, that part's done. Now what are we going to do? Because now we have to – now there's no stepping back. You don't step back. So the amount of money I made there, now whatever I do, I have to make more. And I'm not going to stop chasing. I'm, I'll never stop chasing. I'll never be happy. Yeah. After med school, I'll never be happy. What are you going to do? I don't know. But <laughs> I, I, it, I am motivated. It, it did help motivate myself to, like, push into Find what I can do. You know, I'm swimming Alcatraz. Yep. What's after that? You know, like I'm already thinking, like, okay, after Alcatraz, after I knock that bitch stuff out. <laughs> when, <laughs> no, <laughs> speak. I don't. I'm, it's going to be hard. It's going to uh, be rough. Yeah, it's going to be rough. <laughs> um, but after that, what do we do? You know, and I do have this motivation with the podcast, dude. We we got on it. Yeah. Yeah. We wanted to do it for years. And instead Just of, it. yeah. And then when it came to that point, when things lined up, but like more and stuff like that, and it, and it opened up for our schedules and our life really. Then we pulled the trigger on it and I was motivated and look at the things that have happened. Yeah. I couldn't imagine this, this, this couldn't have happened with the old me before the mortuary. Right. It, it, it would have had 10 viewers and they would have been my parents. <laughs> this whole <laughs> 10 of your parents. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it, yeah. All 10 of my parents. <laughs> it couldn't, it, this couldn't happen any other way, not without the Mortuary played a big part of it, everything, but this only happens one way. And, uh, that, that really did kind of come out of the Mortuary, man, honestly. I think that's
0: awesome. You know, that's, that's one thing that, uh, I'm not, I'm not a motivated individual. I'll do things. Yeah. Um, but I do it more out of a sense of duty mm-hmm. than I do, um, out of motivation. I don't really. I've never wanted things for myself. I've never wanted good things for myself right. um, until very recently. Um, but that's something that I've always that I've always uh, admired is is that you're, you know, I mean, especially it has like you say it has developed over the last few years massively. Um, is that motivation that you have, man? You're when you when you see something, you're just you're just diving in. When yeah. you when you see something and you want to do it, you're just in. Yeah. And I mean like it just pops up out of the blue. Okay. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah. Check out check this out. Oh what what are you what are you doing? Okay, I'm going to I'm going to build all the furniture for my kids. Okay. All right. We're going to we're going to start a podcast. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go swim Alcatraz. Oh, all right. Okay. But it's it's just it's so yeah. much fun to watch, man. It's been so much fun. Just just being able to watch... Because I've always known you were an incredibly smart and driven individual. But just over the past two, three years watching you just develop... Yeah. ...into that and just getting after shit and just doing it has been... It's just... It's been incredible, man. What a ride. What a ride this whole thing has been.
1: Dude, it, you know what's crazy? We've done it together. We've done so much of this together. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think... Here's a good question. When when we left the mortuary, were you afraid of being embarrassed if you ran into a coworker and they saw you at your new job? Were you ever like, "I don't want to be embarrassed about where I'm working" or something like that? Did you? Were you? Did, was that ever a, f- a factor for you? If that makes sense?
0: Yeah, 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 um, no, no, no. Um, mainly because when I left, I was going back into the trades. I was going back into something right. I knew. Um, you were making more money. I was making more money and it was a skill. It was a skill set that I had. Yeah. And I was like, you're going to, no. I, I just never crossed my mind that anyone would look down on that. Right, right. Um, I forgot
1: about that, but yeah.
0: But I mean, I don't know. Um, I think the main thing that I held when I left, when I left the industry was, uh, how am I going to fill this hole? Uh, uh-huh. because as much as it sucked, and as awful as the hours were and all the shitty things we had to go through, the lack of equipment, the lack of everything, um, it left a profound impact. And once you leave that, how do you find something else? Right. That was the main thing. I was like, okay, I'm going back into construction. Doesn't serve a purpose in my mind. Because we had a definite purpose that we served in that job. Mm-hmm. We were there, and even if it sucked, and even if it was a terrible thing that you had to go and do every day, it served a definite purpose right that played a significant role in society. Mm-hmm. If you can't get the dead from where they died onto that next point, then society ceases to function right. It just doesn't it, it stops. Uh, if we don't if we don't get this next Walmart Super Center built by a deadline, nothing really changes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah maybe Karen has to go to the next street over to go to the <laughs> who gives a shit you <laughs> yeah, know yeah um, I, I had a hard time finding purpose in any of my work. I was embarrassed for myself
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, because I just, I was never into it. I was yeah. never into any job that I ever took after that. I was like, you know, I could, I could just walk out of here and not look back and I wouldn't give a shit, yeah. you know?
1: But what about you? Is that, is that something you dealt with? It, it was dude. It really was. It was, um, when I left, it wasn't, I, it wasn't like I planned to leave that day. It wasn't a two weeks. Um, I don't know if we can ever get into that. You know, that's, it's not even really that important, but um, I remember thinking like, I, I didn't, I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life. I, I wanted something more, I guess, but I remember thinking like, okay, where am I going to work on short notice to just like, while I'm in school, where am I going to work on short notice to provide for the family and then not be embarrassed? I was like, what what is it going to look like if I go, I don't know, do something, I don't know, like I'm a cashier or something at a, at Walmart. What, what is that going to look like? And I remember I, I, I don't know, man, I had this weird, this weird fear, but it also just kicked back in overdrive because you're one of the first people I got in contact with and we got straight to work. Definitely. And that's, that's what we do. We've always <laughs> had this side hustle <laughs> and we make money, yep. whether it was mowing lawns and paying for an entire vacation with mowing lawns in one month, we made what $1,500 in a, in a month. I mean, dude, we just did it. Yeah, we did it. We went on a, a fun, you know, a little vacation. I mean, <laughs> you know, just motivated. We wanted to do it and we did it. Um, but that drive of like, I'm not, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but I, I just, I don't have to be back. I don't have to be a loser again, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I have the job I have now and, um, fortunately I just work the two, three days a week and focus on school during the week. And then, like you said, we, we do our thing, you know, and we're making the podcast grow. We're, we're doing that. And I don't know, man, it's life is good.
0: Life gets better.
1: Yeah. Life is, I found purpose. I I dealt with the same thing. Not, not knowing, like I wanted to do something with purpose, um, something with that could just drive me to get there. You know, I got the job and I got hired on in a management position and that was great. But like, I'm just a manager. I wanted to be a department manager. Yeah. Then I got two departments. I was like, okay, this is cool. I want to step up again. Now I'm in the process of stepping up again um, to an even higher thing. I just, I have that drive where it's like, I'm not going to settle anymore. I settled and it got me dumped. Yep. And dude, and honestly, not like in a weird way. I love where I'm at right now, but that, that breakup really fucked with me mentally really was like, I don't, I'm not going to go back to that person. Yeah. I'm not going to go back to, you know what, what I was. Cause what I was, was not good. Yeah. And now I'm motivated. And uh, you've been with me through all this, man. We've, we've done so much together and it's been, it's been, it's been really good.
0: It's been a road. It has been a road you know I think the one thing because I've always been a very timid person I don't come I don't come across that way right Um, I come across very confident and uh, very just chill and level-headed but I've always been very timid Um, ever since I was small I always remember just being afraid of everything Mm -hmm. Um, I'm kind of like you I I spent a lot of time just paralyzed Um, just didn't I don't know you know, I didn't have any ambitions. I didn't have any goals for anything. Uh, and I was I was just content to do nothing with my whole life and just leave it at that. Yeah. Now I wake up every morning and I, I say I'm not motivated. I am motivated, but I'm just not motivated in a, in an aggressive sense. Um, right, right. I wake up every morning and I have a purpose every day. And whether that purpose be it may be something super small. It may be uh you know get through the day to day without uh, without looking at someone with suspicion. You know, maybe oh, something as simple as one. like get through the day without thinking that somebody's out to get you yeah. Um, yeah that's a good one, or it may be you know something as big as you know go out there and uh go out there and 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 get get the dean's list
1: mm-hmm.
0: go out there and achieve go out there and be the best motherfucker that everyone is going to ever remember, grace the halls of your educational institution. That's, you know, it may be whatever it is. I wake up every day. And the first thing that I do, uh, when I wake up in the morning is I put my left foot on the ground first every morning. It's just symbolic. I'm left-handed when you go anywhere with a purpose. That's, I mean, this is something that I was taught. Um, years ago when you go somewhere with a purpose you start on the left foot that left foot is the drive foot that left foot is the kill foot that left foot is the business foot damn dude, that's <laughs> always going left foot so i put yeah. my left foot on the floor first and uh and then we just go yeah and you don't i find that if you don't stop you don't have time to be afraid yeah. As long as you just keep moving forward, you don't have time to let that fear take hold of you.
1: Yeah. Just keep going.
0: And when the fear does take hold of you, you just keep going and eventually it will stop.
1: Yeah. Dude, um, that's, that's so true. fucking true, dude.
0: That's been hard though. But now I'm, I'm with you. I feel like, uh, I feel, I feel like I've grown. Life is coming together. And, uh, and like you say, we, we went through some hell and we came out on the other side of it.
1: Yeah. We a had a, purpose, we had a rough patch, dude. Yeah. We did. We went Dead. through a rough patch, and we just kept going. Just said "fuck it," and just kept on going. Do it. and dude, look at where we're at now, and we're it's doing incredible. Good. It's incredible, dude. Um, Are you proud of yourself?
0: How do you feel about yourself? Uh, when, when you look when you look in the mirror when you lay down at night, how do you feel about yourself?
1: Fuck, that's a good question. I feel, I feel like we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, just because I'm, uh, you know, dude, even just today, I got an email and I got invited to be part of, okay, this is going to sound super corny. I don't give a fuck. Cause this isn't, I wasn't supposed to be this kid. Yeah. I got invited to fucking biology club. Nice. I got invited to biology club. I texted like a couple, I just texted the old group chat of the biology people and none of them else got the, nobody else got the invite. Nice man. Dude, I'm not supposed to be that guy. I'm not, I made shit grades, yeah. you know? I made, I slacked off I never did anything mm-hmm. now that like I'm driven I'm trying I got invited to a biology club I'm gonna be real honest I still don't know a goddamn thing about biology I mean yeah I got an A in it sure I can understand the basic concepts whatever but like I'm trying to think like uh, what is an omnologist um, structure I don't remember dude but like I got the email that's that makes me feel good that's like okay we're still doing it Heck yeah. we're, uh, little things like that like getting the 100 laps in today just like little things like that, we're getting there. Yeah, you know, and not to mention my kids. And, You're on a path, you know, yeah. And it's just it's it's getting better. I don't. I'm never. I'm not worried that I'm gonna like slip up and go back to this kid that just sat there and woke up at two and played video games until I don't know four o'clock in the morning. Went back to sleep. Woke up at two. Was asking his mom for her debit cards he can go to McDonald's. I'm not, that person is gone, but I used to be that person. Oh, yeah. And, uh, same. I had no other option but to work for the mortuary. And it just gave me drive. And I was like, I'm never going to go back past this point. And, uh, yeah, and we're not. And, yeah, I'm just realizing that we did, we've been on this journey together, dude. We've, we've done so many things side by side. And, even now, I think whenever we did the podcast, it wasn't like, "Hey, let's just go on there and mingle, and we'll tell these stories and whatever happens, happens." Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, we d- we 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 did, but we practiced. People don't. People don't. I don't know if people know this. That first episode was recorded what ten times
0: at least. <laughs> yeah,
1: while we were just practicing, <laughs> bannering back and forth, back and forth. Okay, does this sound good? Does that sound good? How to how to do it? It's it's not that we. I wish we could just press the fucking button and talk, and bullshit. I, I really wish we could, but we can't. No. We Or we couldn't. Now we do. Now it's a different story. Yeah, we so, get a rough outline. Yeah, down, we just yeah, go. <laughs> yeah, now we just kind of go for it. And that's great. But before, it wasn't like that. And and just the same thing we've always done. We started from ground zero, and we just started building up. And that's that's how we did it with our, business, with our side mm-hmm. businesses. And that's how we've continued to do it. And it's just... I think the basis is all for me it's all from the mortuary. just yeah.
0: you gotta work. It's that idea of of you're going in blind and yeah. you'll learn on the fly. Yep. I think that's a crucial skill to have, man. Yeah. That ability to adapt on the fly. There's no safety net. If there's one thing we learned in that job, yeah. From from anything, whether it was uh work hours, whether it was meal times, whether it was uh, attire, whether it was uh, physically on the call, how you're going to get this person out of the quarters that they're in.
1: Yep. And make no mistake about Just it. Just go in. We have fallen on our faces many a times. <laughs> make no mistake about it. We have failed making God, dude, a fucking vanity mirror. So we have failed.
0: Times. I don't know. We've built entire pieces, disassembled them, rearranged
1: everything yeah. and then gone back and gone. And we had no money to do that or yeah. time, but we did it. Yeah. I mean, you're talking, <laughs> we've built plenty of, plenty of pieces, where we undercut what we thought it was going to be. Yep. So we sold it for no profit. Yep. We sold it and we lost money on it. Where we had to put in our own money to cover the thing because they agreed to bronze prize, whatever, blah, 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 blah. We have learned so much, man. Gotta learn. But we have uh, we've never quit. No, yeah. That's one of the things we have never, ever quit. You don't. You
0: no. can't. And that's, you know that's just something that, All of us are going to go through dark times. Yeah. There's not a person alive. I don't care, dude. I don't care how many books and inspirational words you've read, how many times you've listened to Joel Austin on the television. There ain't a single person that's ever walked the face of this earth that didn't run into some shit yeah. at least once in their life that slowed them down or redirected where they were going. Nobody's ever had a smooth life. Yeah, I think we see that a lot these days with social media. We're so plugged in, we see the results or we see the fake things that people put out there. Dude, everybody's having it rough out here. Everybody's yeah. had it rough at some point. What matters is how you respond to that, Yep. man. When things get hard, it's okay to stop for a minute. It's okay to break down. It's okay to feel like you're losing your fucking mind. It's okay to lose your fucking mind yeah. and then have to come back later. That's okay. Yeah. What matters is that you keep moving. Yep. Just don't stop. If you, if you don't stop you're going to be fine yeah, don't give eventually it'll don't work even out. give
1: yourself the option just, no. just keep pushing it'll work out eventually yeah, you'll get there yeah it sucks oh yeah. it sucks, oh, it sucks. <laughs> when you're doing a job and you underbid and you don't know how the fuck you're going to do it you'll figure it out you'll be alright it
0: always comes back around Yeah, I've never been in one situation that I haven't been able to work myself out of Right. I don't think anybody has unless exactly. they decided that they were just going to not you know. Yeah. <laughs> just keep moving you'll but, be alright it ain't scary.
1: Damn. That was good.
0: That was a good, this was a good podcast.
1: I think we need to get that out. We'll eventually explain
0: to you guys about paperwork. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so fuck that paperwork. Yeah. We just don't want to talk about <laughs> no, it. <laughs> um, next week we're back with somebody that has years and years of experience in the mortuary. More than us combined. He will talk about the Valentine's day massacre. Yes. I think. I hope so. I think. I hope he'll get there. Oh gosh. Uh, you will talk about another call that we did together. Super excited. And all he had to do was email in and we worked it out. Yeah. And, uh, oh, man, I'm excited.
0: That's going to be next excited. week. Make sure that you are on this thing next week. Cause it's going to be wild. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've never said, and I would never say for anybody to subscribe. So I'm not telling you that now, but just check up on it and just be like, Oh yeah. that next episode came out. That they talked about listen to this one too. Cause this one was, uh, now, these episodes are good for us, too. I know that they don't always have the stories and, and the gruesomeness, but sometimes uh, sometimes this is good for us, too. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it, maybe it's good for someone else out there that's going through this shit right now. Dude, mm-hmm. email us. That's what it's for. Email us. And uh, you want to know about being halfway in a bottle and not, <laughs> and not even recognize where you are? Just hit us up, dude. Yep. Hit us up. We've been there.
0: Ain't nothing and, you can say that we haven't seen or done. I promise you yeah,
1: that. I promise you that, yeah. <laughs> and you can hit us up, man, and hard times are for everyone. So Absolutely. And, uh, and we'd love to help you out through it. Definitely. Because that's what you guys do. I mean, shit, sometimes I'm having a shit day and I check it out and I see the downloads and I see the progress and the, another country pops up and it's like, wow. damn. Like, they said we couldn't do it. But here you are. They said we couldn't do it. I, sh- I mean, no one really said anything, but. That's what I tell myself. You said yeah. you said yeah. yourself that yeah. you – I'm like, oh, they said I couldn't do it. and No one said anything. Right?
0: And I was like, gosh, that sounds like a lovely opportunity. i bet that's going to blossom. I'll bet that's
1: going <laughs> to take <laughs> off. And people, doggone it, I am smart, oh. I am kind, and people like me. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of Cooler Talks, The Mortuary Stories brought to you by Mark and Anthony. Love you guys. <laughs>